We're back. It's the Fish and Chip Podcast. It's been a while. Chip Daly's over there. Dan Fish is right here. How was that intro there, Chip? Uh, not what I was expecting. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Made it up on the spot. Wow. Uh, Good one to start on or no? <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, we are back. How long has it been? Did you count the days? Six months. Six and a wow. half months. I don't know. Really, uh, really, wow. Oh, February, February like 12th rings a bell or something. Sounds about right. Why am I oh. nervous right now? I'm nervous. It's been a while. You know, like the first time you hop back on a bike, are you ever nervous about falling over? Not, not really. No. <laughs> not for a bike. It's like getting back on the unicycle. That, yeah, okay, yeah. A little nervous you might fall. Yep, I can see that. It's been a long time. I don't think I've talked this much since then. (laughs) In the totality of six months, you've said less words than you did in the last 10 minutes. I think so. (laughs) Just kind of, you know, my body just shut down after that last episode. Love it. Well, for any new listeners out there, if you don't know who we are, we are a NFL talking podcast currently in this uh, form of the podcast that we're in right now. And we are the two hosts, hosts, Chip Daly over there and Dan Fish, Dan Fish, Dan Official, Official Fish is my name. AKA Fish and Chip. So, yeah, we kind of took a hiatus. I know we said we might be back soon, but we really weren't. And then we, we just were. And, we, <laughs> and then we we're like, football, let's do it again. Sure. Why not? Let's talk NFL exclusive for the next four months. Right? Yes. I believe it's going to be about 25 episodes once a week. All? That, that's it. That all? I, I just that's looked up last year. Weeks. That's half yeah. a year. That's half a year. Which makes sense. We took six months off. Now we're back. So, wow, twenty-five. Funny weeks how those things work, every right? Thursday. Yeah, it's very, very strange. Well, with the amount of downtime that we had, there's been a lot of stuff that's happened there, Chip. Yeah, in we the took last <laughs> six months of all the off seasons to take off. We probably took off the craziest one. <laughs> I feel like you can do this. Decades, I feel like you but. can say that every year. I feel like every year there's an off season, it just gets more amped up than the year before. Yes. This one was wild, though. How wild was it? So wild. <laughs> <laughs> that it was. I don't know where I'm going with this. But we. You kind of go yeah, into our we, recap. We have. To recap this, the last six months, we have made some jokes. This is the start of our stand-up career, and it's probably going to fail today, too. Disclaimer jokes. Disclaimer jokes. <laughs> they're jokes. They're not serious. Don't kill me after I say all these words. Yes, they're trying to be jokes. We have tried to recap the whole offseason. And, well, the original idea was going to be five minutes, but I think it's going to be much longer than that. Oh, yeah. Buckle in. We're going to try to basically roast some of these offseason moves. And things. Transpirations. Yes. So it's the off-season recap in X amount of minutes. Roasted Three, two, edition. one. Boom, roasted. Boom, roasted. So Tom Brady, we all know him, right? Yes, uh, Tom Brady. He announced his retirement on February 1st. 
just like this this first jokes for all my religious people out there much like jesus christ he spent 40 days being tempted by a variety of things including a broadcast <laughs> deal and a new underwear brand however he has returned after 40 days of retirement to finish his football ministry the temptation of christ they say no the temptation of tom boom roasted <laughs> well that was yeah. only roast but you know he's back yeah i got something i'll follow up and piggyback on that tom brady retired yes he did as you said for 40 days so now we know how long it takes a man spending every day with his wife and kids to finally be like all right i'm out of here boom roasted <laughs> all right that was enough 40 days of family oh <laughs> uh, yes all right, so there were some actual retirements, unlike Tom's. They only lasted 40 days. Some players actually did retire. Tom's main right-hand man, Gronkowski, retired. He might be back. Who knows? But for now, he's retired. Super Bowl champ and man of the year, left tackle, Andrew Whitworth, finally retired. The greatest beard in all of football. One of our favorites. Brian Fitzmagic, Fitzpatrick, retired. And thankfully... For the AFC North, Ben Roethlisberger has retired. Now the balance of sexual predator quarterbacks and stay at the much more tolerated 1-0-4. Boom, roasted. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Speaking yeah. of that one quarterback, this John Watson has had a, had a tough c- couple of years here, I'd say. It's tough, <laughs> tough. to have that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tough couple of years. It's hard to have that many women hate you at once. Anyway, the NFL had to hire a mediator to decide what to do with Deshaun, and she ultimately landed on a six-game suspension. Ooh. But shortly after the meeting, Roger and Deshaun were talking on the side, and he was like, yo, dog, what do you do with these women? He was interested, and he was, trying some- he was interested in trying something new himself. But after Deshaun explained it to him, even that sicko Roger decided six wasn't enough and changed it to 11. Boom. Roasted. Is that enough? Who knows? I don't know. That's what they decided on, though. All right. So, yeah, Deshaun, man. Deshaun. I got another one for him coming up later. But there was, some, there was a lot of coaches that changed this offseason. I think there was like six firings. Some just left. One retired. The one that was retired, in air quotes, Sean Payton. I don't know. He kind of retired. He stepped away from football. He announced it on at the end of January. And then three days after he announced that on January 28th, Netflix released a movie called Home Team, a movie depicting Sean Payton coach in youth football that year he was suspended. You may have seen it. I don't know. Sean Payton was played by actor Kevin James. The movie on Rotten Tomatoes currently has a nice 19%. <laughs> so that is certified garbage. <laughs> Sean Payton survived Hurricane Katrina. He pushed through the Bounty Gate scandal, and he coached last season without Drew Brees. But Kevin James depicting him in a movie is what finally forced him to retire. Boom. Roasted. (laughs) Of course. Speaking of scumbags, (laughs) uh, (laughs) Daniel Snyder is also a scumbag. Boom. Roasted. Is that it? (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Yes, he is. Uh, Yes. Yeah, I didn't really get any of the uh, owners or coaches, but uh, you could probably throw the Miami Dolphins owner in that category as well. 
How about some former MVPs or reigning MVP, Aaron Rodgers? We all love Aaron. This offseason, he th- signed a three-year, $150 million extension to stay in Green Bay. And he's probably thinking, yes, back to Green Bay. I love it here. And as an additional reward, Green Bay traded away his top receiver, Devonta Adams, who is also one of the top receivers in all of the NFL. There's one thing we know about Aaron. He said he's always very open about his feelings, and he's always had way too many receivers in Green Bay, so he's probably very happy. Boom, roasted. That one didn't really have a punchline, but there you go. <laughs> well, you did mention some uh, contracts there with Aaron Rodgers uh, and Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. And these NFL contracts, man, I think they're getting ridiculous, aren't they? Out of the yes. roof expensive. They're constantly hitting new highs. This year, in fact, Christian Kirk got a four-year, $72 million contract. Boom, roasted. You don't have a joke? That was the joke. Mm. <laughs> Christian Kirk is the joke. Okay. $37 million guaranteed on a $72 million four-year contract. Okay. Yeah, it's one of the highest wide receiver deals, I think. Who is Christian Kirk? How many years has he been in the league? Who did he play for last? And where did he go to college? All very good questions to be the <laughs> top 10 wide receiver paid in the yes. NFL. <laughs> Jackson, you know, Jacksonville, they saw this kind of goes into my next one. Jacksonville, uh, you know, there's a lot of receivers that changed teams this year. Tyreek Hill went to Miami. A.J. Brown went to Philadelphia. And we said Devonta Adams went to Las Vegas. So, you know, Jacksonville's probably like, oh, gosh, we got to spend some money to get a re- wide receiver. Who's first on our list? first three were probably already gone. Then they probably just pulled the name out of the hat and like, Christian Kirk, here's the highest wide receiver guaranteed money ever or something. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, anyway, so yeah, I mentioned those wide receivers traded. <laughs> Thankfully for Miami, they got probably the fastest wide receiver, Tyreek Hill, one of your favorites from your favorite team, old team. I mean, your current favorite team. <laughs> and uh, Tyreek Hill, yeah. So I, I believe Tua was quoted saying after they got him, it's nice finally having a wide receiver fast enough to track down the ball after a slight breeze drifts my passes away. Boom. Roasted. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Tua said that, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, we talked about some contracts and stuff recently and, uh, there was another uh, big quarterback contract given out to Kyler Murray. And speaking of <laughs> Kyler Murray, listen to this. Kyler Murray plays so much COD. Call of Duty. How much does he play? <laughs> How much, Dan? Kyler Murray plays so much Call of Duty that the Cardinals put a clause in his contract to watch four hours of tape at his home per week instead of playing games. And his agent was like, okay, that's fair. Boom, roasted. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> four hours. <laughs> I wonder if he they signed neg- it. He signed it. I wonder if they had to negotiate that four hours. Like if it started with, how about you do six? <laughs> and he's like, nah. I'll, I can give you 30 minutes. <laughs> 30 minutes. Now you got a little more than that. Come on now. And they settled but on four hours. He actually signed that contract. Yes, he did. And then like weeks later, they see the, the contracts in there. And everybody's like, really? That's crazy. And then... Yeah. Agents like, oh, yeah, you know what? Maybe we made a mistake here. Let's backtrack this four hours. <laughs> yeah. They claim that they pulled that out of the contract, but I bet it's still there. 
I think would it's not gone. surprise him. You think it's gone? I think it's gone. I bet something's still in there that he has to watch film. Okay, so <laughs> speaking of that quarterback, there were lots of quarterbacks that moved teams this year. One of my old, I'm going to call my old college friend. He wasn't. Carson Wentz. I went to the same school. Uh, he was on uh, the Colts last year after, what's their coach's name? Uh, Indianapolis? Yeah, the Colts. Uh, that uh, Frank Reich? Yeah, yeah. He was like all for getting Carson there because he was his quarterback coach. Last one season, Carson last one season. Jim Irsay, <laughs> he literally said <laughs> Carson was a mistake. So they traded him to Washington without a replacement in plan. Uh, then a few days later, they got Matt Ryan in the trade, who spent his first 14 years in Atlanta. And there were three other quarterbacks that changed teams this year, veteran quarterbacks. Russell Wilson moved to Denver after 10 seasons in Seattle. Baker Mayfield was traded to Carolina after, I think, six, five, five years, six years in Cleveland. And then our man of the hour, Deshaun Watson, moved to the city that was hosting the National Massage Convention this year. Boom, roasted. (laughs) Oh, man. Speaking of scumbags. All right, speaking of scumbags, Daniel Snyder is a scumbag. He is the owner. I'm finishing up my point from earlier. (laughs) (laughs) The owner of the new Washington Commanders, which I can still not get used to saying. Me neither. I forgot about the fact that they were the Commanders in Tubbo two weeks ago. Uh, Anyway, Daniel Snyder is a scumbag. How big of a scumbag is he? (laughs) He's such a big scumbag that the NFL's finally, like, pursuing the fact that he might be a scumbag boom roasted do you remember like two we started this podcast a long time ago and i believe that i talked about daniel snyder in like the first couple months and i was like this guy should not own a team yeah that rings a bell yeah and it's been two years since he should have probably been still there ickschnade <laughs> yes i mean when the stuff came out about that old clippers coach remember like they're yeah, like he yeah. needs to sell the team it was gone within three days. Yep. Like, that's exactly what should be happening here. Should but be. I digress. Daniel Snyder's a scumbag. Dan Fish for Kamish. Fish for Kamish. Fish for Kamish. All right. Well, I think that was the offseason recap in, uh, let's say, 10 minutes. It was perfect, wasn't it? Yeah. That's everything you need to know about what happened in the NFL, minus a few things that weren't as important. And there then was. You know what you need to know going forward. Yes. Yeah, let's do that after this segment, which is segment one. Let's do it in segment two, which will be here after the break. It will? That's how it works. That's how it works in the order. Okay. One, break, two. Two. Adios. Okay. See you on the other side. And we're back once again to the Fish Chip Podcast. It's been so long since I've said that. Feels good, though, right? It does. Feels kind of nice. Yeah. Still kind of anxious. Like, yeah. it's not like there's nothing in front of me except the computer screen. <laughs> so I shouldn't really be nervous. There's, there's no one public to judge speaking's me. Always, public speaking has always been hard for me. There's nobody in your room. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> nobody listens to this. I, I know. <laughs> Still nervous. Just, just the two of us. <laughs> Still nervous. 
All right. So uh, this segment going forward, as usual, we're going to do some of our uh, ways for you to make some money, potentially. Money. Or lose, or lose a lot. If you're like me, you probably lose a lot. Uh, this is where we're going to make uh, our survivor picks. We have a head-to-head survivor competition. This is the third year in a row that we're doing it. Oh, how did we end well, last year? Did you win? We tied. We tied? I think so. That could be. We, yeah, we might have tied. We got to last week, and I thought I was going to be screwed, but somehow I think we ended up tying. Yeah. I took That's... the Raiders, I think, to beat the Chargers that Sunday night. The last... uh, yes. <laughs> it was going to end in a tie. <laughs> uh, and we, I'm looking at it now. So last year, we both ended up with 15 points out of a possible... 23? Yeah. So, yeah, you're probably... If you're new to this thing and survive, there's only 18 weeks. Well, we have four lifelines slash bonuses. 21, 21 points, sorry, bud. Okay. Oh, yes, that would be it. Because, yeah, actually three points. Three extra points, yeah. Sorry. So, Sorry, yeah. We got four lifelines that can either like uh, double our points for the week. We get extra pick, all that stuff. Oh, we can block our pick. Last year, we both blocked each other in week 18. You blocked yep. Buffalo for me, and I blocked Washington for you. It's a good thing you did, because Washington lost. <laughs> <laughs> and then I picked the Raiders, who pulled it out. Yep. <laughs> That's right. That's right. My week 18 pick was Washington as well. And they, no, Washington won, man. Oh, they did? I got a point for it. Oh, yeah. Oh, I had to switch off Washington because I couldn't pick the same team as you. Oh, well, I couldn't pick the same team as you and win. So yeah. for the sake of the podcast, I picked somebody different. Yes. So yeah. If I would have picked Washington, we both just would have been 15 anyway. That was what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's what it was. You're right. So, yeah, yeah. we're going to do that every uh, segment, too, going forward. Uh, I don't know. Dan, are you going to do your money lines again? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what then, we're uh, going to do right now is what we will do every week henceforth. And uh, Chip has like this fantasy football advice for you people that especially like to play daily fantasy football. Yes. And Dan came up with a great name for it. And this is the greatest name I've ever come up with in my life because Chip Daily, Daily Fantasy Football. It's the Chip Daily Fantasy. The Chip Daily week. Fantasy. What yes. is he, What is he fantasizing about each what week? What am I fantasizing about each week? <laughs> we should get some like mystical music going on. Like I'm picturing like sparkling unicorns and oh, that kind of mystical. I was thinking yeah. of like a smoke machine and wizards and, and witches. Enchanted. Okay, sure. Uh there are no. Well, you can no. Wait, there's no NFL games this week, so there's no daily fantasy this week. <laughs> You can do daily fantasy, other sports, but I don't care about that. However, for the sake of fantasizing, I'm going to give you some advice on your season-long fantasy. There's uh, some players right now that are available in waivers that you might want to take a look at. I have three that you should probably get. Just pick them up. The old, the old pick them up. Well, pick them up. This is for your season-long league. They're all rookies, so I guess this is my, my rookie watch list. I don't know how to pronounce this guy's first name. Johan? Is it Johan? Johan? Johan Dotson? <laughs> Wide receiver for Washington. He was a 16th overall pick this year. And I got some insider information that says he's Carson Wentz's favorite target. He's currently only 56% owned. This was as of Wednesday, August 31st. So, no scary, Terry. What? 
No scary Terry. No scary Terry. No, apparently Carlson Wentz likes this other guy, the young boy. Johan or Johan Dotson. Pick him up. I think it's Johan. Johan is J A H A N. Yeah, I think it's Johan. 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 Could be. This other one, by the time you hear this, his percentage is probably going to be way up. But Damien Pierce, running back Houston, he was a fourth round pick this year for them. Get him if you still can. Because his only competition, his main competition, was Marlon Mack, and they cut him on Tuesday this week. So basically all they have is Damian Pierce and Rex Burkhead, who's he's 32 years old now, which is graveyard age for running back. In the I thought he was dead. Yeah, I thought he was dead. <laughs> graveyard age, yeah. Uh, so Damian Pierce, he's, uh, he's up 24% ownership in the last 24 hours. So he's around 75% owned. But if you can get him, get him. Pick him up! This last one for a player to stash right now, George Pickens, wide receiver for Pittsburgh. He was a second-round pick. It's a lot of P's. Second-round pick, Pickens. Pittsburgh. Pickens was the pick at Pittsburgh. Yes. Uh, I mean, I don't love the quarterback situation, but my insiders, the insiders, are saying he is overtaking Chase Claypool as the number two wide receiver on the team, and Claypool is now going to play out of the slot. And That's nuts. Deontay Johnson and Claypool are both banged up already. So George Pickens is the only healthy wide receiver for a starter. And he's only 50% owned right now, roughly. Pick him up! And then there's one more name to keep an eye on. Because he's not owned very much right now. But keep an eye on him. Put him on your watch list. Another Pierce, but Alec Pierce, wide receiver for Indianapolis. He was a second-round pick this year as well. My insiders, you got lots of insiders, a lot of insider info. He appears to be the number two wide receiver in that offense already as a rookie behind uh, Michael Pittman. They don't really have a lot of other pass catchers that are good. So Alec Pierce is already number two. And they have Matt Ryan, who's a more accurate passer than Carson Wentz. Alec Pierce is only 12.9% owned right now. So I'll put him on a watch list. Still a rookie. A lot of rookie receivers don't explode unless they're Jamar Chase or Justin Jefferson. But if you have room and you want someone, pick him up. Otherwise, just keep an eye on him. Starting next week, I'll do my daily stacks. Uh, fast stacks. Sounds great. Yes, very great. Oh, well, and then in this part of the, the, the show, we normally do my money lines or whatever, fan, uh, gambling picks, gambling. money picks. There's no, no, no games pick this week, so I'm going to tell you what my wins were, which I've done also every year. But normally, the last couple of years, I have filled it out the day the schedule was released. <laughs> I did not do that this year. So, so we were on the uh, Just last week, actually. Uh, I waited until just last week. And uh, this will be my going into the season. What do I predict your win totals should be? You're not so early, but now right on schedule. I'm going to tell you uh, teams what how many wins they had last year. Tell you what, uh, according to Vegas Insider, how many wins they are projected for this year. And then I'll tell you where I picked them. And then ultimately, okay. I will give you the playoff picture and the seedings. Okay, okay. NFC, let's start with the division of uh, the North. We'll go North, East, South, West, because that's how I do it. All right, Green Bay, 
I uh, 13 wins last year. They've been bumped down to 10 and a half. I still think that their defense is good enough to win games and they have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So 11, take the over. They're also in a bad division. Anyway, Minnesota, nine and a half is a projection last year. They had eight. Oh. I just feel like this is like new coaches, new regime. I think they're going to have a better year. Not saying they're going to be a playoff winning team, but they're going to have 10 wins this year. Woo! Chicago, six and a half. Last year they had six. I picked them at six. Detroit, three. They're projected six and a half. I go seven. Detroit gets third place in the division. Ooh. Seven is a lot of wins for Detroit. They're doing better things, I guess. NFC East, Dallas, last year, 12. They were projected at 10.5. I take 11. So I would not be too confident betting there. Philadelphia, 9. They're projected for 9.5. I got them at 9 again. Under on that one, maybe would be the best bet. Giants, they're projected 7.5. I only have them at 4, so uh, take the under there. Washington, they're projected at 7. Yep, same as last year. (laughs) Washington at 7 last year, they're projected 7.5, but I'm taking them at 6 right now. No faith in Carson Wentz, eh? More, more so the disappointment of the defense last year. Wondering yeah. if it's any better this year. <clears throat> That's fair. South Tampa Bay, thirteen last year, projected eleven and a half. I got them at twelve <clears throat> as the division winner. New Orleans, eight and a half. They had nine last year. I got them in right at eight, so that's a toss-up. Carolina, six and a half. Well, the last year they had five. I got them actually up to eight wins this year. I know that was last year. Last year. <laughs> They were three and zero, just like I said they were going to be. And then <laughs> and I just said, more. "Hold on!" After that, and just try to win fifty percent of the games, and you're in. No, that was that was too hard for us. But this year, I'm at eight. Baker Mayfield maybe makes a difference. I heard he's looked good. Me too. Atlanta five, four and a half is the bet. Uh, the last year they had seven. I got them at three. I think that's probably low. They probably get to four or five wins, but I don't know. I think Atlanta's probably. Rebuilding right now, so yeah, they might be the worst team this year. NFC West Super Bowl champs, the Rams last year had twelve. This year projected ten and a half. I take the over. I think they win thirteen games. That's the most wins of anybody in the league this year. San Francisco nine and a half. Last year they had ten. I'm a little leery to give them this many wins because what's their quarterback situation? But um. If they're still just as good as last year, I got them at nine. So, okay. Arizona, eight and a half. Last year, they had 11. I do have them as dropping off, though. So, I have them at nine and making the playoffs. But Didn't they start like uh, seven and 11? Close on that line. Yeah. Yep. Seattle, five and a half. They had seven last year. I got them at five. So, your NFC playoff picture looks like this. The Rams are the number one seed. The number two seed is Tampa Bay, followed by Green Bay and Dallas, with Minnesota getting the first hype uh, wild card, and then Philly and Arizona also getting in. Mm. San Fran missing it on the number. Bummer, San Fran. Fan's always right. Always. AFC side, North, Cincinnati, nine and a half wins. Last year they had 10. I got them at 11. So bump that thing up. Baltimore, 10 and a half. Last year they had eight. I think they get to 10. That's a tough bet. Philadelphia, not Pittsburgh, sorry. Seven and a half. Last year they had nine. I ended up giving them nine wins this year. Nine. Another quarterback room might be a mess, but good defense, good running game. Now this is before 
I knew about Najee Harris. So who is uh, Mr. Biscuit their starter? Yeah. Okay. Cleveland eight and a half. Last year they had eight. I think that they start s- slowly, but win a few games late. Get to seven. Seven and ten. New England last year, 10, valued at eight and a half. I took nine. It's a tough bet. They could have a drop off this year, I think. I've My heard aunt, uh, your boy, Macaroni Jones, has had a rough preseason. We'll see. Miami, eight and a half. Last year, nine. I got them right there again. The Jets, five and a half. Last year, they had four. I have them going even worse at three. What? Buffalo, 11 and a half. Last year, 11. I think they are the best team record-wise at the end of the year because of, of the division that they play in, and I give them 12 wins. Oh. AFC South, Indy, South. Matt Ryan. I know a lot of people are down on them. Last year, they had nine. They're valued at nine and a half. Um, people say they might be a blow-up team this year, but I think they get 10 wins. Tennessee, nine and a half. Last year, 12. I think they're still good. I know they traded some stuff and made some weird moves this year, but I think they're still a good football team at the end of the day. They get 10. So a little drop off from last year. Houston, four and a half. Last year, they had four. I'll give them three. Jacksonville, last year, they had three. They're valued at six and a half. I'm actually up on them. I give them seven wins. Seven? Christian Kirk. Seven wins. Uh, Well, more like new coach and... um, (laughs) Good quarterback in a second. No Urban Meyer. And a weaker division. True. And AFC West, Kansas City, 10 and a half. Last year, 12. I take them right on the number again, 12. Chargers, last year, 9. Valued at 10 and a half. I got them at 11. Go Chargers. Raiders, 8 and a half. That is their value. Last year, they had 10. There is a drop off, just like everybody's projecting, but not as big a one as they think it's going to be. Nine. Denver, 10.5 valued at. Last year, they had seven. I think they improve with Russell Wilson at quarterback. I don't think they're the, going to run for the division. So, nine wins. Okay. Playoff teams, number one seed, Buffalo. Number two seed, Kansas City, followed by Cincinnati and Indianapolis. Wildcard teams would be Tennessee. Baltimore and the Chargers. Oh, Chargers, Chargers? Would be, Chargers would be the first uh, wild card seed in that scenario. Yeah. And that's my win projections. We'll see how they turn out at the end of the year. Just wait six months. Place your bets on it. Dan's never right. I mean, never wrong. <laughs> Dan's never right. Pick the other thing. <laughs> pick out the opposite. Do anything but pick follow his picks on. Oh, man. That's what I got. Excellent work. Good research. Spicy time. What do you say? For those of you that don't know, I literally go through the schedule week by week and pick who I think is going to win that week, and then I keep it in the back of my mind, like who won last week, who's maybe coming off a good win or coming off a bad loss, and pick every week of the season, pick literally every game, come up with these numbers. So, Lots of work. It's fun. Lots of work. What do you say we end on a couple fun things? Sure. I love fun. I love fun. If, you're, little... if you know me, I love fun. <laughs> I'm a big fun guy. Fun guy. <laughs> um, so I stumbled upon the league average of ages, like the oldest team versus the youngest team. I just want 
to have you take a couple of guesses on the oldest and youngest. Do you want me to tell you the uh, league average age right now? Sure. It is 26.2 years old. 26? Yes. Okay. That is the average age. Tom Brady is really skewing this chart. <laughs> yes. He's, uh, you know, about 19 years older than that. <laughs> yeah. About totally. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Uh, <laughs> so what do you think the oldest team in the league is on average age? Um, probably one of the veteran groups, honestly. I would think Tampa's probably up there. Yes. But they got a lot of young defenders. Um, it could be like uh, it could be like Pittsburgh or Baltimore. You were ba- um, you were right with your first instincts, basically. Good teams. Buffalo's pretty old. Uh, they are number five, the fifth oldest at twenty six point hmm. seven seven years. Oh, the the Rams are super old. Uh, they no, old? no, they are really. They are the. 25th oldest. What? Yeah. No. That seems Seattle's pretty Seattle's not old. Um is Denver getting kind of older? I don't think so. Kansas City, maybe. Mm. You were on to it with Tom Brady. <laughs> New England is oh New England's super old, aren't they? Outside uh, of quarterback. They're the second oldest. Boom. 20, 27.15. So where else is Tom Brady gone? Where he's at right now? I said Tampa already. You didn't really guess them. Oh, wow. <laughs> I said I would think Tampa would be up there. And you're like, yeah. I'm like, okay. So that's up there. Okay. What other team? That's okay, well, I didn't know that was your actual guess. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> that was my first instinct. You're, the like, trust, you're like, trust your first instinct. And I'm like, my first instinct was uh, w- like the winningest teams probably. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, Tampa Bay, 27.32 years old. You want to guess the yeah, youngest? Tom Brady skewed, skewed that. Uh, youngest would be um, maybe Detroit. They're the second youngest, 25.35 years. My other instincts was Houston or Jacksonville, but I don't, Houston signed a bunch of old guys. Yeah, Jacksonville's uh, 29th, so fourth youngest. And this one actually surprised me a little bit. <clears throat> Chargers are pretty young, aren't they? They they're actually the tenth oldest. Ooh. Youngsters, youngsters, Miami. Mm, no, they are mm. the seventh oldest. Oh, Washington. They are seventh youngest. We've made a lot mm. of jokes about this team because of their quarterback. <laughs> Minnesota? What? <laughs> no. Just today. <laughs> oh, Cleveland? Yeah, they're the youngest team, I guess. They're young. Wow. 25.33 is their average age, which is a full two years younger than the oldest team. Amazing. And what does it mean? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we could give you this riveting content. Riveting. You want more riveting content? I'm older than all the average ages now. So are you, I guess. Not yet. I mean, I'm older, but I, I'm not as old as you. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You want more, more riveting content there, Chip? Yes. 
Do you want to do a backup quarterback quiz? Let's I tell you team yep. pick. I'm going to do, do it right now. All right, let's do it. All right, here we go. Name that backup quarterback. Try to start with one that's easy. The Bills. Uh, last year was Mitch Trubisk. And now it's... Uh, man, I have no idea. Um, thought this one was going to be easy, but I, I don't know. Uh, is it someone that... So is it someone that's been on that team a while or not? First year. First year. And they've been around a while, though. Yep. I can't think of any old quarterback except Joe Flacco. You're a fan. <laughs> You're a fan of this guy. I'm a fan. Yep. As a joke, or I actually am. I think you like the guy. Why can't I think of him then? Uh, what's the team he used to play for? Your Vikings. Christian Bonder. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Sean Mannion. Now he went to Seattle. Uh, oh, my goodness. Sam Bradford's not in the league anymore. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, Case Keenum. That is correct. Yeah. That's the biggest clue I could have given you. <laughs> Took me so long to think of that. I was thinking of all we'll these divi- random quarterbacks. Yeah. Okay. We'll stay in the division. Dolphins. Mm. It was Fitzy. And they've had Brissett. I don't know. <laughs> Any other hints? Same one as last time. Same one as last time, like last year. Oh, same hint as the last one. An ex-Viking? <laughs> <laughs> um, boy, did they start for the Vikings? Yeah. <laughs> Brad Johnson. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Close. Oh, Teddy Bridgewater? Mm-hmm. Really? You betcha. Oh, didn't know he went there. The Colts. Uh, we mentioned that they have Matt Ryan now. Yes. It's not Jacob Eason, is it? Or Jake Fromm? Uh, no, Jake Fromm was actually in Giants last year. Yeah. Uh, is it a veteran? Yeah. Veteran? Veteran. Actually, I would say that all these guys are kind of veterans. Josh Rosen. (laughs) (laughs) He'll be good someday. Uh, I don't know. I'm bad at this unless I have a hint, I guess. Are you ready? Yeah. Nick Foles. Oh, wow. Forgot about Still him. Still in the league. Still in the league. New York Giants. Is is that Jake Fromm? Mike uh, Lennon? Well, Mike Lennon was there last year. Yeah. Uh, is it someone like Mike Lennon? No. <laughs> I don't know. Tyra Taylor. Oh! 
Do they have a rookie <clears throat> quarterback about to take his spot? I don't think so. Because oh. I think they were going to go one more year with uh, Daniel Jones. So uh, Daniel Jones is going to be good this year. Got to be. That's why I got him winning uh, four games. Yeah, okay. The Bears. Who's the Bears backup? Do they get someone that kind of compliments Justin Fields' style? I wouldn't necessarily think so. <laughs> okay. <gasps> Mike Lennon. <laughs> no, I don't think he'd ever go back to the Bears after what they did in Mitch Trubisky. That might be my default answer now is Mike Lennon. Oh, man, I'm bad at this. I don't know. Trevor Simeon. Oh. Oh, the Saints backup quarterback. Uh, Taysom Hill. Excluding him. Oh. <laughs> he, he's not number two on the depth chart at quarterback. So. Yeah, he never should have been. What is he, number? He's, he's number one. He's one A. It's because he's number one. One A and one B. Uh, I'm cheating. I'm looking it up. I don't know. <laughs> Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. <laughs> I see they have Taysom Hill exclusively as a tight end now. Yeah. All right, Cardinals. Man, all these just seem so weird to me. Um, so the same as last year. Uh, I think so. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think last year was his first year in that. With that, so he played for them last year. Then, yeah, I think he actually did start a game. Was hurt. I cheated again. Colt McCoy. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to give you a hint that I can't believe this guy is still in the league. Okay, Colt McCoy, old Texas Colt. Well, I mean, with outside of getting the one where I gave you a huge hint, (laughs) you haven't gotten one other one. So here's here's a toss. This one should be easy for you. Who is the Seattle Seahawks backup quarterback? Uh, well, they got Sean Manning, but he's on the practice squad, I think. Geno Smith is... Oh! Uh, my favorite quarterback of all time. <laughs> Why am I joining Blaine Hazin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, with Denver. My favorite quarterback ever. But I can't name his name. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's Mark Hoppus Jr. Mark Hoppus Light. He looks like Mark Hoppus. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Oh my gosh! Why can't I remember? I his thought name? you were gonna just blurt it out right away. Like, I thought you were. I thought you were just gonna be like, "Oh, this guy," and then nail it right off the bat. What letter like, does his name start with? <laughs> D. Julak. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh. Oh man, the struggles this show takes. Yes, I can't even believe that you didn't get that right off the bat, dude. I cannot remember his name. <laughs> <laughs> Very professional. I'm sorry, here. Drew. I'm sorry. Shunnanbeliever. All right. Well, I think we've taken up enough of these fine people's times. There, Chip. Let's get off the show, right? Yes. Week zero is done. Week zero, week one next week, we'll have survivor picks and all the good things. And yeah, football's back. Football. I like football. I like oh, do I gotta do? Do I gotta plug the show now? Yeah, <clears throat> your job. Fish and Chip Podcast. We're on Twitter at Fish and Chip Pod, Spotify, Instagram, Podcasts, Google Machine, Amazon, most places you get your podcast. 
Thank you for listening. Chip Daily Dan Fish. Stay sweet, universe. Stay sweet.